When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to The Gold Derby Show on The Gold Derby Podcast Network. Welcome back to Gold Derby. I'm Christopher Rosen. I'm joined by Joyce Ng. And Joyce, we're at this weird spot before Emmy's voting starts. We're trying to to think about something fun to discuss this week. And we've landed on the the wild world of variety, uh, talk series, special, recorded, all, all of these great things. Is, is there a lot of variety, though, in these uh, eventual winners? I don't know. <laughs> That's great. I, I love you teeing it up so well. It's a perfect, uh, perfect segue into this. I mean, we'll start. Let's start with one that seemingly is a is a runaway for, I think it's six straight years, right? Would it be John Oliver winning variety talk series? Um, uh, he, I believe so. He's won five in a row. I yeah, think. he's won five. So then he, yeah, this this year would be six. Yeah. So he's he's predicted to win. The other nominees here: Conan, your boy, uh, boy. Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Late Show with Colbert, and Jimmy Kimmel Live. Make your case for Conan, Joyce. I feel like we haven't discussed this one on one here, and I, I mean, know you well, love it. I I think like we basically made his nomination happen because I feel, we talked I feel about this, like even before. Uh, his series finale in June. And then we were kind of like pessimistic on it. But then did you end up predicting him? Cause I ended up just putting him in. I predicted him, I think in the end also to get nominated. Yeah. yeah. I know. And then he was literally the first nominee announced. So fantastic. So us, you know, pat on the back. <laughs> um, I, I do think like there is, I mean, this is Conan, like the show Conan's like only nomination. So that's like a hit against it, but you know, it's I, I think there is like a lot of like nostalgia for it because it's I don't think it's the same as when he, you know, uh, left the Tonight Show um, and eventually went to TBS because it was like you knew you, you knew he was like eventually going to come back on TV, you know, even though he had that like seven month period where he couldn't be on TV because of his exit package. So it's like you knew he was going to be there and you could still watch him. But now it's like he is off late night forever. You know, he's going to do like specials for HBO max or whatever. He still has podcasts going, but it's like, it's like an end of an era. So I don't know. I think like that there's a lot of that into it. And like, as we've talked about, you know, like when the show was ending, there were all these like tributes coming out of every single corner from like comedians, like contemporary comedians and like, like his contemporaries, you know, back then when he came up and people who've worked with him on like SNL and everything, just all paying tribute to him and talking about like what a great guy he is. Like you never hear a bad story about Conan. That's the thing. 
Like no, no one- and it and, and it feels like uh, he's been around for so long that something if if there was some bad stories about him or you know like if people didn't like working with him or whatever that that would have like right. come out yeah right like it's like people really do like Conan yeah so I think the problem is like they're so lazy in like these categories and variety and reality um, so and like it's I think Conan would have a better chance if it was like under the tape system when it's like smaller panels. But when it's just a general vote and like, and like everyone, it's not branch voting, it's everyone gets to vote for programs, then they'll just probably just check off John Oliver. So, and like, you know, you, you've been like a stickler on how, you know, he only does one show a week. <laughs> so he only does one show. I I, I have bare any, I preface all of this by saying I have John Oliver winning yet again. John Oliver is great. I don't think he's going to yeah. lose. I would say like, it is apples and oranges to me to compare John Oliver to Colbert or Jimmy Kimmel or Conan or Daily Show when he does one show a week and they're working, you know, four days a week, basically, or five days a week, you know, whatever it is. Uh, and I'd also say that John Oliver's last season was not, uh, he, like, a lot of these shows all had to shift their styles because of the pandemic, right? Like, now they're all mostly back in studio and all, some of the things that they had done for these Emmy nominations aren't happening anymore. Like, Colbert is doing his old show, but he was basically nominated here for the pandemic version of The Late Show, which I thought was, like, way more creative than what John Oliver just had a shift from his studio to his home studio and it, no audience, sure, but it's like, hasn't changed that much. He's still doing it like that. And you know, it's fine, but I don't think it's, uh, so I think this would be the year to like have either Conan win or Colbert, I think could be a winner or even Trevor Noah in the daily show also did a really good job this past year. That being said, I don't think there's enough behind any of those other three to unseat John Oliver. And I think last week and I had like multiple nominations, obviously way more than any of these other shows. I think Colbert had the second most among like the talk shows. So yeah, John Oliver is probably going to win a six, a six of these in a row. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, I feel like it's hard to predict him to lose until it happens. It's like, it's just like how Jon Stewart kept winning until Colbert report right. unseated him. Um, I think in 2013. Yeah. 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 So, um, and you know, the other thing with like Conan getting into final season, like Letterman also got in, you know, for his final season and after not getting nominated for like years by at that point um, mm-hmm. and he didn't win. So it's like the nom- maybe the nomination is the it's like, it's like the farewell nomination. Yeah. So yeah, I, I would like for Conan to win, but it'll probably just be John Oliver again. So congratulations to John Oliver. Great bits. Love, love the Adam driver bit still in on that. That was great. Uh, this past year, uh, variety special recorded. This one is also fun. Uh, we have Hamilton, Bo Burnham inside, Dave Chappelle, A46, American Utopia, Friends, the Reunion, and West Wing special. All this stuff ruled. Uh, weigh in on all of this. I have Hamilton winning because obviously it's Hamilton. I think it has like 16 nominations. It had like nine acting nominations or whatever it had. Uh, Bo Burnham, though, a close second to me. Yeah, I think I have Bo in second um yeah this is this is like a a very like good and eclectic category i would say i like i i can make a case for almost any of them winning um and but i think like just with how hamilton overperformed i think it's it's safest to go with that because it's just so such a populist thing whereas like i think 
um, inside is much more of like an insular kind of like not industry, but just more like cerebral kind of hit, you know, right. but like everyone loves Hamilton. Right. That, that's kind of my thinking too. But I have, I wonder then, are we sleeping on the possibility of like the Friends reunion pulling an upset because it's such a big uh, populist hit as well. And people maybe are, would be really happy to see Courtney Cox win an Emmy. I don't know. I mean, like, is it possible that I'm like, Courtney Cox, I, I, finally I, I, an Emmy nominee. <laughs> I have the Friends reunion in, and like you said, I can make a case for it winning, but I have it in last. And I'm wondering I if I should I actually, too. but I'm wondering if that's like really sleeping on it because I could really see it maybe winning. I, the thing is like, I say this as a huge friends fan. Um, like it was, it was my favorite show growing up. I wrote about it as my college essay. <laughs> like, love what was friends. it called? What was the college essay called? I, I don't think it was called anything. It was just like my, my college essay, but funny story. Like I had like my like AP lit teacher, like read it before I like submitted nice. it. Right. So then like, um, this is a total like tangent, but so yeah, then right. like at the end of the year, like I, I was like handing, like turning in a book or whatever. And she was like, so what did you think last night? And I was like, oh my God, what happened last night? But like, did I miss something? Like, did I ever get an assignment? And like, I didn't say anything. And then she's like, the finale. And the night before it was the Friends finale. Uh-huh. And it was season nine finale when they're in Barbados. <laughs> and like Monica's hair is like, you know, all like frizzy and everything. And she's like, I, I you know, I related so much to her because my hair gets like that in humidity. <laughs> so she remembered for like six months, you know, awesome. like, that I wrote about Friends. But anyway... I also love friends, but I don't, I think if this category were weaker, it would have a better shot. I just, I don't, I don't think it has like enough like behind it. And I also feel like that, that like week or two week period when it was like the biggest thing in pop culture, it just kind of really deflated right. like pretty soon after that. Um, I mean, I enjoyed the reunion. It was, nice. I, I would have, you know, like, I, I'm like, I'm just being like nitpicky here. Like I would have just rather them like the reunion be them just like talking like on set and just like trading memories and stories and maybe some of like the table reads and more of the game. But I, you know, like the, the going back and forth and like the fashion show, I think kind of brought it down, but it was a good reunion overall. And, you know, heavy on nostalgia. Um, and it would be cool for all of them to win an Emmy for friends. <laughs> like, I, I mean, know. I kind of, I wonder, I'll tell you this. I agree with you. I, I don't, I think it could have been better, let's say, but I did enjoy it. The The buzz has definitely dissipated, but it's still friends. So there's always, they're always generating headlines, including as we're recording mm. this today, I saw that like David Schwimmer and Jennifer Aniston were like rumored possibly to be dating, possibly dating, but then David Schwimmer <laughs> said he actually aren't dating, which is piggybacking off what they said on the special. They're always managing to keep themselves in, in the headlines. This, this is part of their campaign. Okay. <laughs> it, I mean, like, even if it's not, it kind of is, right? So it's yeah. like, they're definitely making more headlines than Bo Burnham Inside, which like you said, also had like generated a ton of, at least like online buzz, I feel like, but has also dissipated, even though I think it's like awesome. And I think you're right in saying it, it is definitely like an insider, like cool, like a cool kids type I mean, thing. All, all I'll say is like, my friends have heard of the Friends Reunion and have seen it and they have not heard of like Bo Burnham Inside. Exactly. So I feel like that's me and it could win elsewhere. I think like, I don't think it's going to win. Mm-hmm. So it's really, maybe, maybe it is them between friends and Hamilton. And then, I mean, the only reason I think Hamilton would lose is just because people are tired of giving Hamilton trophies, but I don't think they are. Cause as we, as evidenced here, I think it got, let's take a look. I, I said 16. I don't actually think it did at 16. I think it got, no, it wasn't, it, was, it was like 11, I think, or something. It's 12. 12. Okay. 
So a 12, including I think nine for the acting. So uh, just an incredible amount of an incredible windfall of Emmy nominations. Yeah. Well, we should also mention Chappelle because he's the reigning champ and he also yes. won, I think, three years ago too. So they love him. Um, right. He's probably going to win comedy guest actor. Yes. Again, we're SNL. So and he got three nominations for this uh, 846 special, the directing yeah. variety special pre record and writing for variety special. So can he win a third time here? <laughs> I don't think so, only because I think, I mean, I think he'd be like a solid three. I don't think he could, I don't think he's going to win though. I just don't. I think because he can win elsewhere. And I think 846 was incredibly good. <laughs> um, but I'm not sure if it had, again, like as much you know, broad, I think if you, you know, broad impact, even as his SNL appearance, if that makes sense. I know. Also, like, if you go back, if you think about the winners in this category the last several years, it's basically been like alternating Carpool Karaoke and Chappelle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so remember how pissed everyone was when Carpool Karaoke beat Homecoming? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so... And then you have American Utopia with uh, Spike Lee uh, directed the uh, David Byrne musical and then West Wing special. I feel like the West Wing special got kind of knocked out by the Friends reunion. Yeah, like, you know, HBO Max had a lot of reunions this past year. Yeah, where's the Fresh Prince one? That one was good. I love the Fresh Prince one. That one was great. Yeah. I actually, wanted the like best, the Friends one to be like the Fresh Prince one. <laughs> the Fresh Prince one, my argument is the Fresh Prince one was actually the best one. And also- You know what? Most, I would support that. <laughs> and had the most headline generation because you had the great uh, Will Smith and original yeah, Aunt Viv, uh, yeah. uh reunion, which was like really like decades in the making and actually like- Incredible. Surprising. Just, just amazing TV all around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me, I, I want to get the, make sure I get the uh, actress right. The, um, the original Aunt Viv. Hold on. Janet Hubert was the original on Viv. And uh, she was removed from the show after three seasons, I believe, and had battled with Will Smith for literally decades. Then they brought her back for the reunion. And she actually like it was like really uncomfortable in like the best way. Like she was like, why did you sandbag me basically? And like, he was like, that was literally their first conversation in 30 years. Yeah. Is incredible, incredible television. uh, Really great. And that somehow didn't get nominated. So uh, uh, of the three, that's the best HBO max one. West wing one was good. I mean, West wing one wasn't like really mean. It was, it was a recreation of an episode. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, now I'm, as we're talking here, I'm like talking myself into friends reunion. I know it's not going to happen, but. I could see me predicting it by the end of this. I mean, if you're just going by the past several years, it's like, you know, Carpool Karaoke, like very wide appealing. And the director or producer of the friend. Yeah, Ben Winston. Ben Winston from (laughs) Carpool Karaoke. Maybe just Ben Winston. (laughs) So, I mean, maybe he's like the secret sauce for this category. Yeah. Uh, All right. And then lastly, in the main enemies, then we'll go to the creative arts for variety, but variety series writing and John Oliver, Black Lady Sketch Show, SNL, Late Show with Colbert, and Amber Ruffin Show. So a good a, a good list of nominees. I have Oliver winning again. That's why I also have him winning for Variety Talk Series because he's really him and Colbert are the only two here represented there. And I just think like, of course, John Oliver is going to win this. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think have Black Lady Sketch Show second. I think he's been winning this um, since he started his streak in series. So it'll, it'll yeah. also be six years in a row. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Is there anything else to say? <laughs> Nothing really. I'm, I'm sad that I, Seth got dropped this year. 
sad that Seth got dropped, but I was really excited for Amber Ruffin show to get represented here, yeah. even though it's on the Peacock, which is we've discussed with Girls Five Ever getting kind of nothing, not really making inroads just yet with Emmy voters. But Amber you know, Ruffin the, show is the really writers good. are paying attention to Peacock because yes. Girls Five Ever also got a writing nomination. Exactly, so and and Amber, Amber show is great. She's so good. Uh, you might have if you have not seen her show, you should. But also, she's obviously was a writer on on Seth's show. Uh, really good show, and I think like hopefully somebody who will, you know, appear in more Emmy ceremonies as the years go on. I think that's a good, a good building block for Peacock, I guess. I don't know. Now let's look at the, uh, the creative arts Emmys. I'll switch over. We could talk about this very briefly. Variety sketch series. The nominees are SNL and Black Lady Sketch Show. We talked about SNL last week. No, uh, SNL just obviously winning this, but maybe not. I don't know. No, it's winning. This this is like that. Um, remember, like ten years or nine years ago, the song category at the Oscars when it was like Rio versus um, the Muppets. Man or Muppet? I was listening yeah. to Man or Muppet recently. I was like, oh, this is pretty good. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, last year SNL won in a field of three. This year is a field of two. Is next year? Are they just? Is it just going to be them? Like it's going to be like uh, the Tony Awards this year, where Aaron Tevitt is. Uh, it's just it's either him or nothing. It's like he he actually nothing. needs people to vote for him though because he for yeah. for Moulin Rouge. Because if he does not have people vote for him, he won't win. Nobody yeah. will. Win. <laughs> that, so, that'll be next year for this. Yeah, I I think it's you know I I sort of feel bad for them that they've been relegated to creative arts. Not that there's like anything wrong with creative arts, but it's just like it's. You know, it's a pretty major category and SNL is an institution, but I understand why they're doing it because there's just two nominees. Yeah. Uh, Variety Special Live. I want to talk about this one because I've actually, we've actually, I've watched all of these. Have you seen these? It's uh, Celebrating America, which is the Biden inauguration, Colbert's election night, the Super Bowl halftime show, the Grammys and the Oscars. I think Uh, I've seen all of them except the Grammys and Colbert. So, uh, I have the Oscars last. I don't think we need to go into very much rehashing it. I would just say uh, of these nominees. I, I wonder why most, you have it last. Maybe not the most impressive. No offense to Steven Soderbergh, who remains undefeated, but he definitely did not do a great. Uh, definitely the Oscars are not his best moment, I guess. Um, you know what? He's still, he's still an Emmy nominee for it. <laughs> he is. Uh, I, have, I have the Celebrating America winning. It's uh, According to our odds, I guess the top two are uh, Celebrating America and the Colbert special, right? Let me just double check that. Yeah. I have a uh, Celebrating America winning. I thought it was great. They did a great job. Uh, I, I, full disclosure, I interviewed the producers of this, so I, I'm not the most unbiased, but I really was impressed with how uh, they did produce the inauguration in the pandemic. They mixed like footage from around the country with like musical performances with Tom Hanks with a really dope uh, fireworks display at the end with Katy Perry singing firework. It's great stuff. It was in- perfectly synced up. Really cool. Uh, so yeah, I have them winning only because the other stuff I'm like, if you're going between celebrating America and Colbert, like it's kind of the same thing, right? Maybe a little, like at least on topic, right? Like politics and like Colbert's thing was fine, but the degree of difficulty, maybe not as high as it was for celebrating America. Super Bowl halftime show. Fine. Sure. And the Grammys were actually pretty good, but I just think that Celebrating America would stand out this year as the among these nominees. Yeah, I have that too. Um, and I think that's also like, not just the special itself, but like, it's like a moment that people care about. Um, right. 
So, and the interesting thing is, is that in terms of award shows that win this category, it's usually the Tonys, which is not here this year because there were no Tonys last year. So you just have the Grammys and the Oscars. Right. So, yeah. And I don't and think- like, I do agree. I mean, I've seen like clips of the Grammys. So I do agree that was like the better uh, situated uh, COVID award show, you know? Um, and, you know, it, it didn't end weirdly. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't end um, with an anti-climax. Yeah. And like, you know, the, the last two years, it's been the the live in front of a studio audience that's won this. So right. we we can't even go on like, you know, super recent history. And I think no. before that, it was like Jesus Christ Superstar. I think so. so it's it was, been like yeah. those live productions yeah. recently. So um, we don't have any of that this year. Yeah. So it's kind of like wide open. And that's why I have the inauguration winning. So I'm like, also, like, I don't think the Emmys want to be given Oscar, uh, Emmys to the Oscars or the Grammys. I just think like it, it, people don't want to like they're they're, they're fine. They're fine awarding the Tonys. <laughs> yeah, that's not like a direct comp, comp but like, yeah, I don't know. A variety series directing nominees are SNL, Last Week Tonight, Colbert, Seth Meyers, and Bill Maher. Uh, I have SNL again. Usually wins here. I feel like, and sure, mm-hmm. uh, just a yeah. a. Uh, Herculean effort probably put on the show this year, especially with COVID. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Well, that's enough. Congratulations. That's <laughs> and then uh, variety special directing. We could talk about this one because it's actually fun. You've got, again, like a lot of the similar ones from the variety pre record. Uh, Bo Burnham Inside, directed by Bo Burnham. American Utopia, directed by Spike Lee. Uh, 846, directed by Dave Chappelle. Julie Reichert and Steven Bogner. And then you have the friends reunion and West wing special. I, I, I have Bo winning, but I'm not totally convinced that Spike Lee won't. Um, I have, I think I have Bo too. I think like, I, I feel like that's like such like a one man show. Like he's like literally did everything and I don't know. It's weird because I think I also have him winning like writing too. <laughs> so I, have I think him, I like, might also. All I'll tell you stuff, why. Not, my my thing not, with, like, the program. <laughs> I, I just think that it, though you're right. Like it is. It is the directing. You could see the directing. He's showing you how he's doing it, and I think that is like. I think that is like something that would push him over the top. Like you're seeing the work happen. Mm-hmm. And it is pretty remarkable. At the same time, I'm like, I guess it could just be like we said, like too cool but none of these other nominees are Hamilton. So I'm like, well, I still think he could win. Yeah. Cause Hamilton is in limited directing. Yes. Right. <laughs> so I guess the, uh, the alternate would be spike maybe for American utopia. I know people I really like that, yeah. but again, it feels like a little too old also. Yeah. And I mean, like last year, like Chappelle, he, like he didn't win the directing award, like the director won, but like his special won this. Right. So, so the, and the nominees are, uh, you know, they worked on Chappelle's, uh, he did another one that was a Tribeca. It's the same filmmakers, I think, who did American Factory also. Right. Um, so it's not like they're not like pros. I could, it, it would not be surprising if they won here, but I don't know. I, I could just, I just think Bo is going to win. And then, like you said, variety special writing. I also have Bo with Chappelle a tight second. Mm-hmm. I, I guess like if it comes down to Bo versus Chappelle, the Bo Burnham special has more nominations. So that's why I'm like kind of leaning towards that instead of Chappelle. It's like six to three, I believe. 
but yeah. And I like Bo kind of feels like, remember when like Hannah Gatsby won a couple years ago, this category, like yeah. he kind of feels like that. Right. Um, even though like her special wasn't like as big as like his was. So I, I also guess like out, of, out of all of them, I feel like writing is probably the safest for him. Well, I was just going to say, what if it's not? What if? <laughs> well, because here, like when you think of the show or the, the special, I'm like the songs you think of and the style, how he made it. I'm like, maybe does the writing actually, do people take the writing for granted and then does the Chappelle win? Like that I mean, would maybe be. Maybe they also give him credit for writing the songs, even though he's nominated separately for That's what I mean. Like he is nominated separately for the songs. Uh, but it's just one song because he, he only submitted one. Correct. So. He only submitted comedy. So then this is the writing. You give uh, the broader writing for all the good songs that aren't submitted. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Ugh. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Or like, yeah, because like, yeah, Chappelle won this last year. So right. I, I don't, I mean, obviously they could just like name check him again. So I don't think that would be like a surprise if he were to win again. Um I mean, I, I I think it's like between them. Like, I don't, no offense to everyone else here. <laughs> While we're on the subject of Bo, then I want to go to uh, music and lyrics where we assume that uh, the Lopez's are going to win for WandaVision, right? For Agatha all along. Mm-hmm. But what if they're not and it's Bo? Um, is there enough juice in Agatha all along, just that basically, to win music and lyrics here? Uh, yeah. I mean, just looking at like all the songs, like that's the one that everyone knows. Like it was, it, it became a meme. Like that's also Catherine's submission now that like, you know, that like really matters that much, but, um, yeah, I mean, I'm also, I just clicked on the page for this category in Wikipedia and that's the only one that has its own Wikipedia page. <laughs> wow. I I'm still, I'm going down with the bow ship. I've got them winning here. I just think that there's not enough music and lyrics in Agatha all along. It is, it is very, it's only one minute long, but you yeah. know, maybe, you know, it, it made a huge impact in those 60 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, there's, there's like the Zoe original song. Um, the boys. Those, song, I, no offense. The boys to these song other is shows, great but... too. Like I, yeah. I, I, I talked to the songwriter, so I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to be biased here, but it's also an incredible song because it's just like a power ballad parody. Um, yeah. And that's, and that's actually, there's a full version of that song too. So it's not just like the, the snippet they play in. in right. That um, I, I'm yeah, still, along is just those 60 seconds. It's great. I'm not saying it's not obviously I'm just saying like, what if Bo Burnham wins here? Uh, I don't know. And uh, I mean, I have him in second. I think I, I have him in first. I'm going to keep him. I'm going to go down <laughs> with that. I'm just going down with the ship choice. I'm like, you know what? It's fine. Uh, it's great. Okay. So we've got, so we did all the variety stuff. Lots of fun. So much fun. Do you want to do before we leave here quickly? Like I want to, we didn't, we talked about this a little bit drama actor. I just think is like the, uh, how do I say this? Uh, not the strongest <laughs> category, let's say. Right. But everybody's um, got it. It's, I mean, I don't think it's like super weak, like maybe limited actor, but it's like, uh, I, like drama actress is stronger. Let's drama <laughs> actress is stronger. Let's just do, let's yeah. focus on the positive. Drama actress is really strong. A lot yeah. of great nominees. There are also good nominees for drama actor, just not as maybe uh, 
star studded as uh, the drama actress category. Despite that, everybody has Josh O'Connor winning best actor, according to our odds. I think he's like a runaway pick. Isn't, uh, isn't like Billy like on his heels though? I don't think he is. Let me look here. As, as, when I was looking yesterday, we did not have... Uh, did people he, just like abandon him? <laughs> pretty much. I think it's like kind of like, hold on. Please hold while I, my computer cooperates as I look at this. There we go. Uh, all right. Drama actor. Do, 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 do. So Josh O'Connor, according to our odds, combined experts, everybody picking, has about 1,400 votes and Billy, uh, Billy Porter has 400. He's about a thousand votes behind. Cool. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm like, Billy, what if I think that I'm not convinced Josh O'Connor is going to win. I guess that's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I can see him not winning. <laughs> I agree with that. Um, you know, like, I mean, we all know like the safest pick for the crown acting wise is Jillian Anderson. <laughs> right. And I, I I can see a scenario where neither Josh nor Emma win. I mean, we've talked about drama actors before. Um, and I don't like, you know, Josh didn't win the SAG, you know, at least like Emma lost the SAG, but she lost to her co-star that, you know, she's not even competing against here. So, but he lost to Jason Bateman and we know like SAG loves Ozark and Ozark is not eligible at the Emmys this year, but so it kind of feels like he's not strong enough to win by himself, I guess. Maybe like, I guess I don't really see a scenario where like he wins and Emma doesn't. I mean, I guess it could happen. I actually think it could happen. I have them both winning, but I'm like, I think Emma is stronger than Josh. Partially because she's stronger than Josh. Cause I mean, the season was, hers really correct and i think that and i think he's so good like he's really great as prince charles but like i don't know do people want to pick prince charles to win i guess as he's depicted on the crown i i mean i don't i don't really know how much that is like you think i'm wrong that's fine no like i just like it's just like they know he's acting <laughs> like no i know but i'm like i, I just i'm like i don't know there's not a lot like even like Kendall, uh, you know, our boy, uh, Jeremy Strong won this last year. Number one bless, bless him. So good. Jeremy Strong. Uh, I'm like, Kendall is like, got a, like, he is a guy, he is a, a bad guy you like to root for, let's say. Right. Like that's the thing. I mean, about, they, they all are terrible people. They're all terrible people, yeah. but you're like pulling for somehow pulling for Kendall because mm-hmm. he is like such a loser but also like you feel bad, even though you shouldn't feel bad for him. Right. Like that's the magic of that show is like, these are people you should be like, I don't like this guy. He's a bad person, but you're like, well, he's not as bad as his dad. And like, also he's such a sad, he's like a sad, tragic. I know. And then like the finale press conference, you're like, get it (laughs) off the charts. Right. Like it's so good. I'm like, Prince Charles does not have that. He does not have the rooting factor. Let's say, I know Tom likes to talk about this a lot. Like there's not a rooting factor for the character. That's true. Yeah. Charles. And I'm yeah. like, there is a big rooting factor for Billy Porter as a character on pose and as an actor. And I'm like, does that, are we just like rubber stamping uh, Josh just because it's like, of course it's the crown and blah, blah, but maybe like it will not, uh, it won't come to fruition, I guess. That's that's the only thing. I'm just, I, I have, a, I, have a, I, I was just, I, I'm looking at this yesterday. I was like, all of these blowouts, I'm like, yeah, I could see that, right? Like, 
mm-hmm. Jason Sudeikis and everybody who's got like Gene Smart. They're just these are our our users are predicting completely blowouts in all these categories. But in this one, I'm not sure that it's deserved as much as it is. Maybe let's say. Yeah, I, it's not a slam dunk. I think right. like if the crown is this behemoth, like we think it is, and it's gonna dominate if not sweep, like six of seven. I don't think it's gonna go seven for seven like Shit's Creek did. Right. But I think like he can just get swept up along. Um, but yeah, like like Billy Porter, you know, he had a great final season, um, very emotional series finale. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, I, I can see him winning. I have him in second. I don't think anyone else really has much of a shot. Sorry to them. I don't like, um, you know, the, like Matthew Reese and Sterling K. Brown are former winners, um, but I don't see. So like Billy, what was the last time? I mean, Billy Porter won, right? So like mm-hmm. what was the last time somebody won and then came back to win again? Uh, Brian Cranston. He was the last, oh. last like repeat. Uh, winner in this category but his last win was also under the old system the tape system so there's been no repeat winner under the new system but you know for nine years until last year when jeremy won it's like the winner here has been either for a first season show or a final season show so some of those like john ham and matthew reese didn't have a chance to defend sure yeah and then you had like rami malik was never nominated again right so i'm like maybe i I don't know i'm like I, i could see it happening uh, and so much so that I might switch here uh, at some point to Billy. Yeah, Porter. I can see like I can see a scenario where like Billy wins this and like either like MJ or like Elizabeth Moss wins actress. I think there's less. So the reason I think there's less of a chance of Emma getting upset is because, well, we've talked about that actress category. And I think MJ Rodriguez has a great case and a good narrative as well with the historic, her historic nomination. I think having Elizabeth Moss there is like an also contender mm-hmm. is like gonna. Yeah. You need like corn. one alternative. I think you need one strong alternative and that's Billy Porter here, right? There's no, no offense to these other nominees, but they're not as strong as, uh, you know, Elizabeth Moss and MJ Rodriguez are. Yeah. So, I mean, you have like, Sterling, who I think I think Sterling will be nominated every season of This Is Us, but I I don't think he's winning for this show again. Um, no offense, right? And then like Matthew, like Perry Mason is not nominated for series, and he's he's the only one in here whose show is not nominated for series. Like even Lovecraft Country, which was canceled, is nominated <laughs> for series. Uh, yeah, so it's Jonathan Majors, and you know Reggae. I think he's in third. Um, but I, I feel like Bridgerton just kind of underperformed too much in acting for people to really like rally behind him for this win. Yeah, I, I agree. And I also think that like, I don't know, the, I guess the argument for him would be that they're not going to be able to give him an award for this performance again, since he's not in the second season, but I just don't think it's enough of a push. I just think people are going to be like, yeah, it's fine. Also, he's you know, great. He could, he could eventually pull a Claire Foy in three years and, you know, come back and guest. Yeah, maybe a guest Emmy or something. Yeah. Or he'll do, uh, well, he's doing The Saint, I believe, right? For Amazon or something, right? It was no Paramount. I think he's doing The Saint remake. Uh, sure, that's great. Uh, good for him. Um, 
All right, Joyce, I think we should wrap up here on this, but I'm gonna, I'm thinking of, I'm going to go and seriously look at Billy Porter switching him from Josh okay. O'Connor. So then, so then next week when voting starts. <laughs> yeah, I'll be right on it. I'm going to be ahead of the curve here. So I can be like, oh, uh, any last stuff you want to throw out before we say goodbye? I, I don't think so. All right. Um, yeah, everything is, is pretty like status quo for now. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see next week. We'll see what comes up. All right, Joyce, this was fun. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.